This episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Taskin, the first name in ultra-stylish, premium-quality travel gear, like the exquisitely designed Taskin One expandable backpack. With nine practical variations, the Taskin One is always the right size for wherever life takes you next. Save 30% on your next purchase when you use the promo code RNRTAKE30. That's RNRTAKE30 at TaskinSF.com. You know, Rick, I I, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but the Oculus Quest Pro came out this week. Do you see that? <laughs> Did it really? I saw something uh, about it coming, but I didn't realize it was already out. So what makes it pro? So if, if you remember uh, the Oculus Quest, I, I want to say there's a $299 version and a $399 version, depending on the amount of storage. Well, Facebook's been working on another version of that same handheld with more, more processor, more pixels, more sensors, more cameras, more, 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 and just a much more capable device. And this is the device that they're calling the Pro. And this model actually is not just a VR, but it is also AR or mixed reality device. Oh, right. So uh, it was uh, started shipping on Tuesday and uh, I got crazy. I ordered one. So it arrived on Wednesday. Nice. Uh, and I, of course, plugged it in, got it charged up, barely played with it last night. But so far, I have to say I'm pretty impressed. The, nice. the mixed reality is really compelling. The ability to see what's around you in the next day or so i'll get it hooked up with my pc so i can use it as a extension of my workspace so i'll be able to see my macintosh desktop within the environment use my keyboard use my mouse but have these ginormous screens in front of me where i can run multiple things so it's actually pretty cool so far that everything that ran on the quest 2 runs on this maybe just a little faster a little bit better graphics uh, just a little more fluid. So far, I'm pretty impressed. So uh, I'd love to get together with you and have you try it out and see what you think. Very definitely. And I, and I have questions for you. So to me, that is one of the most exciting use cases for this is the ability to have this sort of giant screens, you know, around you. I can see that really being something phenomenal, you know, moving forward. But my question to you is, is your sense right now that the weight of the helmet is light enough that that won't begin to wear on you? as you work through a day? You know, that's a that's a fantastic question. I, I read on Twitter earlier, I was scanning through and seeing other people's reactions to the new device. Uh, and there was a person who said, you know, that they basically set it up, they tried to use it, and that basically after whatever it was, a half hour, 45 minutes, the pad on the forehead was starting to, they're starting to feel the pressure and it was uncomfortable. Yeah. But then I've heard other people work eight hour days in it with no issue whatsoever. Uh, I have I've had only a little bit of time in it. I I think, you know, if you added everything up, probably 30 minutes at this point, I've had no issues with it. In fact, it it doesn't sit on your head the same way that the Quest 2 does. The Quest 2, it feels like you're wearing a helmet. The Quest Pro almost just sits on top of your head. And because it's augmented reality, it doesn't even sit close to your face. It actually sits away from it, which solves a really big issue for me with the Quest and the Quest 2 is, you know, if I'm starting to use it and playing an active game or whatever, it would fog up on me. This one sits away from my face, so it's not going to do that. But on the flip side, because it is sitting a little bit further away from your face, and you can see like your feet and do 
things like that. It's not going to be as immersive necessarily, yeah. but it has facial tracking. I, I tried it out. It you know made faces. It it moved, and it, it's an incredibly powerful device. But can I wear it all day? Was your your question? And uh, I would say the the jury's out. I've I've heard one person complain it that they couldn't, and then I heard another one say they could. And uh, for me, I haven't had enough experience. Yeah, but are you saying that where the helmet sits is it across the bridge of your nose or is it off of your nose completely? It's off your nose completely. It doesn't touch your nose. So that's got to help. Yeah, it actually sits, at least for me, and maybe it's different per person, but at least for me, it sits in the upper part of my forehead, meaning, you know, up up above where my hairline kind of starts. Yeah. And so to me, it felt much more comfortable than I expected, Mm -hmm. much more comfortable than Quest 2. Yeah, that seems like a, a good design decision because if you're going to use it for long periods of time, having it sit on your face is going to get, I mean, I would imagine would get very held. Now, with everything that you've experienced with it so far, my second question to you is, does it live up to that price point? Is it like $1,500? Mm, that's a that's a fair question. If you remember when we we talked last time, I I said that I have a hard time accepting the price point, and I can't say that I don't still have a hard time with it. I mean, is it worth it? I I do think there's enough technology that's been incorporated into it that it probably legitimately should cost that much. If that makes sense, whether or not I think the actual experience using it justifies it, I'm not sure. It's kind of one of those things where maybe they packed more capability into it or more functionality into it than it necessarily needs right now. I haven't seen the killer app with it just yet. I think from a hardware perspective, the COGS, et cetera, it's probably worth $1,500. The question is, should they have built a $1,500 device or should they compromise and only built an $800 device? That's the the thing I, I need a little more time to experience it and see what direction I sit. 